This is Sandy Krakowski and welcome to A Real Change. This episode of the A Real Change podcast is sponsored by Dry Farm Wines. Now, you've got to hear this. I, because of gut health and other things and trying to keep my 56-year-old body lean and strong, stopped drinking wine a couple years ago because the sugar just kept messing me up and all of my efforts. And then I found Dry Farm Wines. Okay, these are lower sulfites, lower alcohol, sugar-free grown organically and biodynamically and to be honest with you what does all that mean it means it's paleo and keto friendly it means it's low carb friendly it means i can now drink wine and not have my gut get upset i can now drink wine and not have all my diet efforts be ruined you guys have to try dry farm wines and i've got a great offer for you where you actually can get a bottle when you order a bottle for just a penny my personal favorite happens to be the rosé and the red but they have so many different selections including sparkling you've got to check it out so go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash a real change for your penny bottle offer and remember dry farm wines makes it funner to not only drink wine but you actually can do it without the guilt dryfarmwines.com forward slash a real change for your penny bottle offer Welcome to this podcast, and we're going to open up this topic about small business, constitutional rights, something I'm going to call COVID 2.0, which basically is my way of saying, are we ready for the next thing that might come in the fall? And how as a small business owner, you can be prepared, navigate through some of the challenges, keep your stress low, your profits high, and move forward. Some of you may know this. Um, Those of you who are new listeners, it's my pleasure to meet you. I want to let you know that I've actually been in business online for 26 years. I've built over 19 corporations and have been super blessed that more than 15 of these went to multi-million dollars. And I'm excited to share not just my business acumen in addressing this issue about small business and constitutional rights, but what I've learned even making mistakes of not understanding what my rights were, why I needed to approach my business like a business and not an individual citizen and realize that small business rights are actually even greater than individual rights when it comes to the constitution and the protection that the government affords us. We all know And I posted it on my social media today that there's many of us are struggling. I've got over 400 comments in front of me in just the last hour and a half of the things that you are struggling with. I asked you guys to share with me what is your biggest challenge. And we all know that this came out of left field and put us in a situation we not only, many of us weren't prepared for but we're not equipped on how to navigate the stripping of our rights, being quarantined, having to wear masks, having to go into stores in a different way, learning how to navigate even 
um, being alongside other people and not being able to smile with them seeing our mouth, being very hesitant on who we talk to. And there's like this hidden force that is dividing us and taking away our humanity. And I'm looking at all of the different comments and things that people have posted on my social media. I reach over 3 million people organically every week on my Facebook page and over a half a million people on my Instagram as well as a million people on my uh, Twitter. And the concerns that you have stated to me, less than 2% of you have said you're concerned about masks or you're concerned about getting sick. And I'm not saying this is not something we need to be concerned about. I do believe that this is a very real man-made manufactured virus that the likes of this shit, I'm going to say it, nobody's really been prepared for. Although I do believe that the scenario that we're living through has been orchestrated and prepared for many, many years. As I'm reading the struggles that you are going through, it has brought to light what I had suspected, and that is many of you are missing loved ones. You can't travel. You're literally going through trauma and don't realize that's what you're going through. By definition, to be in a traumatic situation that can provoke a trauma response in the nervous system, the brain, and the body, you have to have three things. Number one, you have to have your freedom taken away from you or the perceived, um, no, the, the perception that your freedom has been taken away from you. Number two, you have no idea when this loss of freedom or this new constraint or this new situation where you have no choices will be removed. And number three, it is not knowing what the future may hold. These three things together, I experienced in a gang rape, I experienced in horrific abuse. Um, in my, my former marriage, I experienced this as a young girl in my home, as a little girl being violated. And many times people don't equate what's been happening in the last four months as a global trauma, but I'm telling you it is. And this brings to head again why when I asked you what your real struggle was, it makes sense to me that so many people are not talking about what their real struggle is they're on social media arguing or they're on social media taking their tension, taking their trauma, taking their triggers, taking the things that are just making them feel like they are struggling from day to day to keep moving forward. And they're arguing with people. Many times we will get into arguments and things like that when we feel like we've lost control and we're fighting for our voices to be heard. And so I want to give you some tips today on how as a small business owner, understanding your constitutional rights, preparing yourself for what may come very quickly upon us, what I'm going to call COVID 2.0, um, how you can respond to that and lower your stress and be more prepared. One of the key things that I've learned in navigating trauma is to be aware of the now. Our brain operates constantly looking in the past and running to the future and looking in the past, and running to the future, looking in the past for what it doesn't want to experience ever again and trying to protect us in the future. All of this is going on 24 seven in our subconscious mind, even when we're sleeping. And to stay in the present, to stay in the now, to focus on the events happening now, to focus on the things we're addressing now is what will help your body to release the trauma. It can sometimes feel like denial, but one of the keys that I have found is 
the ability to keep moving forward on the things that I know I have control in and to keep moving forward in things that I know I need to have more information about. What do I mean by that? So for example, on small business constitutional rights, a lot of people don't even know what are the constitutional rights of a small business owner. Many of you are small business owners, are aspiring small business owners. These rights are afforded to you as long as you are an LLC, a corporation, and you are running a business. It doesn't say these rights are taken away from you if you're only making $100 a month. It doesn't say these rights are bigger for you if you're making $100,000 a day. But it does say that your ability to make decisions for your business is your right. Your ability to refuse service or to decide how you will dispense service is your right. Your ability to have no limit on capital investment in your company is your right. Your ability to make changes in your processes and your strategies, your ability to be able to discern and to decipher how you are going to navigate even challenges in your business as you're right. And so what becomes an unconstitutional thing is when a local governor begins to decide whether or not a gym is more essential than a church, whether a bar is more essential than a restaurant, whether a hair salon and a barbershop is more essential than a gym, whether going to Costco is more essential than going to your church, whether going to the grocery store is more essential. And I can't even imagine the pressure, the stress, the enormous tension that must exist in our lawmakers having to make these decisions. When typically getting into office, these were not the kind of things that they were going to have to decide. Well, that's because you don't typically plan for a global pandemic and to be able to prevent the spread of disease, unfortunately, it is in my opinion that people are panicking more than they are using wisdom. And I think it's important for small business owners to understand their rights, to talk to your accountant, to talk to your lawyer. It's very possible that in order for you to operate as an entity that is not subject to some of these closures, you may have to reincorporate. For example, as a gym, you may want to reincorporate to something like a country club so that now you are a private entity. I recently saw a church in Las Vegas that was allowed to reopen because they put a slot machine in the church and now it became a for-profit organization and it also became a small casino, if you will. Some of these laws are going to seem ridiculous, but you need to understand that our, our nation was not founded on the benefit of the individual. Our nation was founded on the benefit of the business owner. And let me tell you, if you're unemployed right now, you need to be thankful that the business owners that you worked for, those who profit shared with you, which means giving you a paycheck, giving you a paycheck, rendering that to you for anything that you have provided in a service, anything that you've provided with a product, et cetera, 
you need to be grateful that they are making a lot of these decisions. This is the thing I see all the time in my academy where we have thousands of individuals. We've had over a half a million people go through my academy and build six, seven, and eight-figure businesses. And obviously not all of them because being a business owner is not as romantic and sexy as everybody likes to make it. But I think it's going to be important for us to understand our constitutional rights. I under, it's also important for us to understand protecting those that we have the privilege and honor to serve. What that may mean is putting up policy on when to wear a mask or when not to wear a mask or when you're going to be open or when you're not going to be open. I personally believe that working out in a gym, sweating like crazy and getting fresh air and sunshine is one of the single greatest things you can do for your immune system. I also believe just like you have constitutional rights on how you're going to help your body, you have a moral and ethical obligation to understand how to support your immune system. One of my convictions in business when I started as a copywriter over 20 years ago, it is in direct response marketing, is that I have to do more research than writing in order to come out with a really great product in order to really do a great job for either my sales page or marketing materials or a client that I'm writing for. And I've learned through the years that for me to even begin writing without researching is futile because what happens is you're just going to get my opinion. You're just going to get my emotion. You're just going to get my side or, or you're just going to get pretty much what's inside of me where when I do market research, I'm more aware of the various positions. I become very aware of both sides to an industry. I become very aware of what competitors are doing, what customers are asking for, what a, what a, a niche would be, how to micro niche target even, how to write audit ads that attract certain audiences, how to get your cost down, etc. All of that comes through market research and it is the market research that gave me the skill set to be one of the top 10 copywriters in the world that I've been voted as. Now, I don't say that to impress you, but I do say that to impress upon you. The question of A, as a small business owner, when's the last time you spent 50 hours studying what your constitutional rights are? Not because your accountant said so, not because your attorney said so. And B, as a citizen, if you're not a small business owner, when's the last time you did over 50 hours of research on something that you claim to be convicted of, that you believe in? To believe in something without research is nothing more than an opinion. To argue about something without research would make us look very goofy because we wouldn't be able to carry our weight. And I think what's happening right now, because there's so much fear, there's so much terror, there's so much corruption in the media, a lot of times people are afraid of what they may find out. What I want to stir up in you is a, a sober awareness and the drive of a greater fear to literally be in a situation where if you don't do your research on masks, on vaccines, on the constitutional rights of a small business owner, on your rights and obligations as someone operating on the internet, what your rights and obligations and responsibilities are for sending out email, for doing ads, for doing, doing social media. The average business owner that I meet 
in my small business academy is more driven by their passion, the dream to have a business, the possibility of making more money, the possibility of creating a new life, the drive for more freedom. And they're not even aware of the business rights that they have. So that means that if your governor says that your gym or your hair salon cannot be open right now. If you understand your constitutional rights, there's a way for you to navigate and negotiate that to not only stay open, but to do it in such a way that you constitutionally are sound. Now, unfortunately, we've got things going on like people being arrested. And I know a small business owner who was, there was no warrant and he was, owns a gym and the police came to his door, took him and his business partner, put them in handcuffs and put them in the SUV. Uh, Later that day, they were free, obviously, on no charges whatsoever. But to a small business owner, that can feel like you did something horrifically wrong. That can make you recoil and shut your business down and say, there's nothing I could do. And it can actually cause a ramification from such harassment to give up on your dreams and to lose the assignment that God has given you in the marketplace. And I want to challenge you. I'm not challenging you to be a rebel. I'm not asking you to violate law. I'm not asking you to be an ignoramus bully who's yelling at police, but I am asking you to do your research on what your constitutional rights are. Because the way that you're going to be prepared is not only if you are able to have some money put away, to not only take your business to lean, green, and mean, and operating expenses as low as possible, to continually grow what you're doing. Because the minute we stop growing, that's when we're actually out of business. But I also want to challenge you to come up with innovative, creative ideas on how you are going to keep people safe and keep your doors open, how you are going to exercise your constitutional freedoms and rights and serve your customers in the best possible way in a customer-centric environment. Now, to do this, one of the things we have to understand is what is the biggest problem. And I think a lot of people believe that the likelihood of a bunch of people getting sick and dying is not the biggest problem. Even when we look at the reports of the new cases coming out and the statistics of the percentages of deaths, they're still below 1%. And I'm not saying that that's not a situation that we, that's a situation that we should ignore and it's no big deal and just go do whatever the hell you want. I am saying though, we need to walk wisely. And if you're not protecting your immune response, we're in big trouble. I'm talking from somebody who's got autoimmune conditions, who has, as you can see in another episode I did, weaned myself off of opiates and prednisone and built my immune system up with the help of stem cells and peptides and other things like that to help the body. I'm actually stronger and more healthy than I was in my 30s. That did not come without research. That did not come because I expected a doctor to be God. It did not come because I waited for somebody to tell me all my answers and what I should do next. It came because I used the thinking ability that God gave me to process information to delineate from one matter to the other, to make a decision on what I believe is truth, and yet to still fully be aware of what any opposing views may be. This is not typically what we're seeing on social media. This is also not typically what we're seeing in the clickbait, fear-mongering approach of the media. I'm actually 
really praying into this and God has given me some great wisdom on starting a media company for the people by the people where you can submit media information in your own journalistic work and, and things that you find so that we can actually put it out there for people to discern a matter on what actually is truth. And here's the thing, if you're afraid to see an opposing view in your search for truth, you'll never find it. Because in order to see truth, you must understand the opposing view. One of the things that we need to look at as small business owners is the huge push to dismantle, disable, divide and conquer that's going on. It's not uh, hidden information. It's very obvious that the small business owner was hit by this pandemic worse than anyone it's also not removed from anyone's awareness to find out very casually, very easily, without even much research, that many people who are in small business owners were not set up correctly as a corporation to receive a paycheck payroll protection uh, loan, which quite frankly is actually coming out of all the money you paid for years for unemployment. Nobody, people aren't aware of the fact that if you have a corporation, an S corporation is much different than if you have an LLC. If you have an LLC or sole proprietor, that is much different. And you are giving away some of your constitutional rights, even by the formation of the company that you choose to build. Like I said, a lot of times people are more driven by social media contents and likes, comments, and shares, and how many people can I get on my page, and can I be an influencer, and how many people are paying attention to me, and they're chasing their dreams, and they're trying to create their courses. And yet the due diligence is not in buying an office. The due diligence is not in having even the best computer. The due diligence is knowing what your constitutional rights are as a small business owner and as a citizen in the country that you live in. Now, I'm the kind of person who, you know, I initially ran my kitchenware business as a sole proprietor, and that was a nightmare. Pay a massive tax the first time, and you'll understand that. And then I went into an LLC and later discovered several years later the benefit of becoming an S corporation and paying myself, myself rightly so, dividends and even having other shareholders. Now, the decision making. And my rights to changes in processes or strategies still remain mine, but we must answer the question, what do I do if one of my strategies is to keep my doors open to, file, to follow through on the protocol that exists for keeping it environmentally safe for the people who come to my business? And what do we do if a bar is able to stay open, but a gym isn't? What do I do if a bar is able to stay open and a church isn't? What about a gym and not a hair salon, etc.? This is when it's important for you to understand that even the formation of your company, how your shareholders are instituted, what the laws are in your land, are you actually, is it advisable for you to be incorporated in the state you currently are in? Or would it be advisable for you to be incorporated in a different state, but do business in the state you're in? There's a lot of people who do business in Delaware. There's a lot of people who do business in states that do not tax the state income tax of a business owner. Um, and yet they do business in another state. All of these things are important. These are not things you just 
study on your own, but these are things that you study on your own and then find the best attorney and accountant for your business. Now, on the spiritual side, I also believe that we are in the greatest war of our lifetime between light and darkness. And one of the first keys that I, I, I know this to be true is the strong push for pick a side, division. You've got people that you may have had close, intimate relationships, soul brother and sisters who've navigated through life with you forever, who all of a sudden disagree with you on something like a mask or disagree with you on something such as the right to the business or disagree with you on how you're handling children and homeschooling, et cetera. Now, all of a sudden, it's no longer a discussion that you have over a glass of wine or a beer. It's we're done. Relationships, families, businesses, communities, dividing simply and clearly on a need to let themselves be heard and to only have those around them that they agree with. This is what's making us weak. This is not only making us weak as a nation, this is making us weak as a people, and it's also destroying our immune system because that kind of hypervigilance, defensiveness, et cetera, and then having close relationships stripped from you along with all the other trauma symptoms that I told you in the beginning is a great way to destroy your immune system. And I think what's going to be important as we move ahead is we have to ask ourselves, how are we going to handle this if COVID continues into the fall? Do my question for you as somebody who's built 19 companies online, and I know that I'm an expert in that and I know I can help you. I have over 500 hours of training in my library. I'm also active 12 hours a month for only $27, by the way, in my inner circle. And by the way, if you ran to my website right now and saw it was 97, use code 75, the number seven, the number five, and N-O-W, and you can get it for $27 every month as long as you're a member. But we've got to ask ourselves, you know, God was asking me the, the other day, Sandy, what would you do right now if it was only you? What would you do if it was only you? You didn't have family, you didn't have friends, you weren't dating anybody, it's just you. It's just you taking care of yourself and running your companies. What would you do? Would you start a different business? Would you start another business? And I think we've got to look at that. I think this is not a season for us to hold on to things because our passion and our dream and all this was tied into it. This is a season of making money to put food on the table. This is a season of being able to build our business so that we can create a livelihood not only for us, but also have the privilege again of hiring other people. It's a season as well where we must learn new innovations, new skill sets, go outside of our comfort zone, get into the online space and really bring what we're wired with as entrepreneurs to that space. We are wired by God to create. We are wired by God to innovate. We are wired by God to initiate. We're wired by God to look at the way problems are existing and solve them and bring solutions to the marketplace. Repeatedly in our history, um, our human history here on planet Earth, whenever there is a, a difficult, oppressing, suppressing time like this, that is when new innovations are made. What if it was just you? What would you do? Are you prepared to shift and move? If you were holding out for the last four months, how many more months are you going to do till you shift and hold? What if something very simple that you've always wanted to build and couldn't do it years ago now would succeed wildly? Because we're seeing that with thousands of business owners, ideas that they had in 2008, 2009, 2010, that they're either reactive activating or they're actually starting to implement and initiate 
and there, it's actually working. Are there things that you'd love to do, that you'd love to sell, that you'd love to serve with? Not only understanding the constitutional rights that you have as a small business owner, but also allowing yourself to get out of this mental trap of only thinking about whether or not you're going to wear a mask and whether or not you're going to get sick and what can you do as a small business owner to bring a solution to the world. I believe that work has a keeping ability. It has the ability. I know it's kept me out of hell a lot of trouble. (laughs) And I don't mean trouble like trouble with the law, but I mean trouble in my mind. Some of the most difficult seasons of my life, I have been actually strong in because of the self-discipline that it required to run my business. I think as we move forward, this is going to be imperative. And I want to hear what you're doing. I want to hear what you're doing with your decision making. I want to hear what you're doing with pivoting and shifting and how I can help you. Has your business been shut down? Has your business had its constitutional rights violated? I want you to reach out to me on Instagram by DM, or you can actually send me an Uh, DM through Instagram that will go to my email if you look for my contact information on my page. And I want to hear about you. I want to feature you. Small business constitutional rights are a real issue right now. And it's no small wonder to me that we're in such a pit as we are with unemployment when the majority of the people who were employed were employed by small business owners. Small business owners create more jobs every single year than any corporation ever will. Just look at the Small Business Administration statistics. And when you understand that, it does matter. Even if you're employing only three people, it doesn't mean you have to employ 30,000 or 3,000 or even 300 to employ three people. If we had 10,000 small business owners creating three to five jobs in the next six months, what could we do as a force together? Remember, my friends, that unity and diversity and harmony is unstoppable. In Sandy's playing English, it scares the shit out of people. (laughs) Division is a long, long term strategy. Long, long ago in war, divide and conquer, divide and conquer. So not only is your right as a small business uh, owner important for you to understand, not only is it important for you to stir up that gift that is within you and see what you can serve to the world, but it's also very important that we take the responsibility of bringing peace into the pathways of business. I look forward to talking to you and meeting you um, more important person, if you will. So you can even send me videos through Instagram DM. And until our next episode, remember, you matter, you're making a difference, and do not relinquish your constitutional rights as a small business owner to people who do not have the right to take those rights away. Talk to you soon. 